The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie. I'm joined in studio now to uh, talk and discuss the topic of communication from the department in relation to not just this particular proposal for Boris, but all across the area by Councillor Tommy Kinsler. Uh, Tommy, great to have you in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Brian. Um, one of the lines in that uh, discussion between Edwina Grace and the Minister stood out to me when he said that he had many communications from councillors and they'd responded to them. Um, do you think that's too little too late? Should they be communicating to councillors in advance of these things happening? Definitely so, Brian. Like you see, I gave you the correspondence we got there last Thursday. It was just very, very broad to say that um, there was a premises in Boris was ready to, for uh, Ukrainians and it said it was a mix of uh, a family, elderly and singles. I uh, didn't go any further than that. But we had our meeting last week in Boris and I, I, I knew before I went that I wouldn't be able to address the concerns that the people had there. Um, their concerns were uh, the, the lack of communication, direct communication, and that was to know what kind of facilities, if these children, if children were coming was a place in the school for them? Was a place, I know that in, in play school in Boris, it's at capacity now. Uh, would, for the, the doctors or even taxis, they were the type of things they were saying. There was a large amount of people there and, and I could understand some some were, were, were very concerned, more frustrated, some even angry and some even sad that had come, had come to this like that we were in a room like and and it was a fairly robust, it was a fairly robust meeting, Brian, like, you know, and um, people were concerned that it should come to that like and we were there, but we didn't have the answers, Brian. Mm. We just had, didn't have the answer for them. The email that you've shown me, as you said, that you received last Thursday uh, was addressed to the Cahirlock and each member of the municipal district. Um, had you had any communication prior to this or was this the first official communication first, of the matter? First official communication that we had about it. Now, the, 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 the was, it was rumoured early in the year, about six months ago, that this, this building was going to be used um, at that stage for asylum seekers. But that was false information. So the first I've heard it was that was half past eleven on on um, on Thursday that mm. this, that that this was happening. So there was a kind of a hastily con- convened meeting, um, and uh, then people were very concerned. And I suppose as usual, like they were probably angry with us that we couldn't give them the give them the, the answers. We didn't have the answers. We still don't have the answers, Brian. And I, I'm a great believer. I think I said to you beforehand that communication is much better than confrontation. And if, if you leave a vacuum there, if you leave a vacuum in any way of life, it'll be filled with something, and often not what you want it to be to be filled with, like and. Like uh, people get very get get very worked up now. Some people the other night <clears throat> left the meeting like, and they said afterwards they just uh, they, 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 they couldn't they felt they couldn't speak like it was because it, it was very it was very hostile like, and uh, there'd be people that that have, have would have an open mind like you know. So it is splitting communities, Brian. It's Tommy, do you think that the people in these communities think that the councillors know more than they're saying? They do. Yeah, they do. I've, do I've you mind if I read the context of this email? It won't oh, take yeah. me very, very long. I no, mean, as you said, yeah. it arrived last uh, last Thursday morning yeah. at uh, just before 20 to 12, uh, addressed to the Cahirlock and each member of the Municipal District. It won't take me too long. It simply reads, Dear Councillor, I wish to refer to the property known as the former Bank of Ireland, Boris County, Carlow, and to inform you that this property is currently being refurbished in accordance with the Department of Housing, Local Government and Heritage's Emergency Refurbishment Ukraine Programme. Once the refurbishment works are complete, 
completed and a contract is in place, the property will be used to accommodate um, beneficiaries of temporary protection, i.e. a mix of families, elderly persons and single persons fleeing the war in Ukraine. The property will be operated as a self-catering facility and will accommodate a a total of 30 Ukrainian persons. The anticipated timeline for the completion works is the end of January 24. Should you require any further information, please do not hesitate, hesitate to contact me. Yes, that's exactly what we got, Brian. And I have reverted both myself and Councillor Quinn have reverted to the section in Carlow County Council that's dealing with Ukrainians, and we haven't got any more, any more real, real up-to-date information. And people were asking us, well, could we guarantee them that everyone was vetted? Now, we can't guarantee them. We're told that everyone is vetted. Like we, that's beyond our remit. Now, we, we weren't, weren't able to say that. Like, but that's, that's, that's something that's come up quite a lot, you know, this question of is everybody vetted? Do you think it's right that members of any community have the right or the want um, to vet everybody who lives within their own communities? I mean, if I decided to move house and move from, from one area of the country or one area of the county to another, there'd be nobody vetting me. No, no. The, the, the vetting is very strongly, I suppose, if you're in, involved in organisations and things like that. Like, but uh, these people are supposed to be think, vetted when they're leaving their country. Like, you know, I, we, 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 we don't know that. Like, but that's that's what we're being told. Like, and that there there's a full um, examination of their history carried out in Dublin before um, before they're um, admitted into the country. Now, probably, I suppose, there has been such an influx at this, like the 140,000, we weren't prepared for this, Brian. Mm. Or as, as, as a government, as a country, we weren't prepared for, for this. Like. But at the moment, the biggest thing is the lack of communications that's coming down to the ground. And people will ask a lot of questions. And if you haven't answers, they will come to their own conclusion. They'll think that you're, you're trying to hide something or try to conceal something, Brian. So we got the, or you guys got this communication last Thursday. You yeah. obviously, at some point, have gone back with some questions, um, uh, and nothing yet from the department in relation to those questions and no, the responses. That's, that's 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 the reply we got. If you want, if you can, that, that, that we got. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a, a longer reply, shall yes. we say? Um, one line under uh, underlined within that reply says these persons have been processed through the Ukrainian Transit Hub at City West Dublin, where they have received their beneficiary temporary protection status. Um, does anybody know what that process entails? Well, I, I, I definitely don't, Brian. I, I, I definitely don't know what it, what it entails. Like. Okay, getting back to the conversation around communication. Have you had any justification from the department as to why communication has been quite slow, um, or slower than you would certainly like? No, we haven't, because that seems to be the main question in all in Ross Cray and everything like that, that, that the communications wasn't coming there. No, I, I don't know why the reason is, Brian, because even on, 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 on that there, the, as regards the question of uh, on the ri- arrival <coughs> of the, uh, to the accommodation centres, the voluntary and community service, example, local development, HSE, education, will then link in. Like it's probably a little bit late at that stage, like because mm-hmm. if you bring in, you say Boris is a small, a very small little village. If you bring in in thirty people into there, like the thing I mentioned earlier about schools, doctors, and even taxis for these people. Uh, talk to me about Boris then, in terms of the pressure on services, doctors, as you said, educational facilities. Yeah. Um, does Boris have the capability to accommodate these people in that regard? Well, I just just there's one doctor. Um, um, 
in practice in in lower boroughs and there's one outside on the outskirts no it's it's difficult now if you if you wanted to, you could have to wait for a few days like unless or maybe two or three days for an appointment like and um, I'm not sure the only thing I know about the play school it's capacity it's, it's at full capacity to play school now I'm not sure with this, about the national school but that's some of the areas I think that the HSE or, or the Department of Education when these people are coming should have that conversation before the people arrive and see is their capacity there how was the meeting itself that was uh, well, sure, held? Usually a meeting, you had some people there, there was angry people there, there was um, people there, very concerned people there, people had a lot of questions were there and it was hostile enough like and of course as usual the, the two councils we were expected to have all, a lot of the venom was in the beginning we were very much welcomed from there but uh, as the meeting went on like and we couldn't give the, the, the answers some, not all of some some people would have been would, would have been very, very strong in their views like there's a, a texter in um, questioning, was there really a need to have a town hall meeting in the first place? They go on to say the usual far-right troops uh, were trotted out in the audience, many of whom were not even from Boris. Why didn't Tommy and Willie, inverted commas, run them? Um, why did they facilitate Nationalist Party supporters to hijack it? I know people who also uh, want to work with these immigrants, but they walked out due to the intimidation. Um, is yes. the Bank of Ireland site, for example, now a target? Well, there hasn't been any. I haven't. Uh, there hasn't been much activity since as of 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 the meeting. Like we told people, we would go away and try get uh, some information. Have you seen from there? We have got very little more information for them. Now, it was probably was uh, the, the 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 meeting probably wasn't the greatest idea in the world because um, it, it was called a bit hastily, like you know, and. Uh, um, we 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 needed a good chair for the person. For, uh, it would have been better coming from from the people. Let them get organised and have a have a const- a more constructive meeting. Brian, I would like to have had a more constructive. Do you think meeting. you should have held off and maybe until you had some information before having that meeting? Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely should have should have the meeting was held, was, was held a bit quick and people emotions were very high. You, you could see it like, and I can I can understand parents of children were there like they they they, they were concerned with it with it. Um, uh, in in uh, uh, impact on their children's places in school or play schools and things like that. Be- people were generally concerned, but then there would have been a few that was was revving it up very much. Low, and and quite a few people left the meeting. And just finally, Tommy, is there any further meetings planned? Would you hope to get more information for the department and be able to bring it back to the people? Yes. Worse? Well, at at the moment, there's not an awful lot of point, uh, Brian. Unless we uh, we will be striving again to get more information, there isn't a lot of point because we don't have any more information for the people. Like in fairness. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. Um, more to come. But as yeah. you said, within a vacuum of uh, yeah. uh, lack of communication, it's it's obviously very when, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, just when I have just one small little, if you allow me, we had a bit of good news for Boris over the weekend. There last weekend, we got one hundred and fifty thousand from Clare funding for St Brendan's School in Drummond got forty one thousand. Balmurphy Hall got forty two. St Michael's Newtown for a Century Garden got twenty eight. And Drumfay at their third time got forty two thousand for a soft play area. So this. There is some good it's news good in there. Well. Good news yeah, in there. Boris is a great spot. Uh, and Brian, I just when my wife told you that today she admires you very much. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not allowed in the kitchen. But she said just to say to you, Joan Kinsley, you're a little bit too severe. Don't be really a severe. She said you're, she knows you're a perfectionist, but you're a little bit severe on some, well, of, some of the dancers. Well, uh, Mrs. Kinsley, I hope you don't think I was too severe on Tommy. He's heading home in one piece. Councillor Tommy Kinsley, thanks for joining us on the KCLR Daily. Thanks. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fair. Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie.